Some of the greatest superstars in wrestling history have been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Since its inception in 1993, there have been dozens of inductees, but there are some names that come up that make me scratch my head in amazement that they aren't already in there. For some of the legends on our list today, there are reasons that they aren't included, but for some of the others, it's a total mystery. So, let's take a look at 10 performers who really should be inducted and try to get to the bottom of why they haven't been. Before we get into today's video, let me know if you enjoy this kind of content by giving it a thumbs up and subscribing to the channel if you haven't already. I had to double check that Lex Luger wasn't already in the Hall of Fame while I was writing this list. He's one of those legends that you just expect to already be in there, but miraculously, he isn't. While Luger never lived up to expectations in the WWF, his career in WCW was far more successful, and anybody that was a wrestling fan in the early 90s knows who he is. Between 1985 and 1992, Luger made a name for himself in the NWA and WCW, where he became World Heavyweight Champion and had memorable feuds with the likes of Sting and Ric Flair. He was also briefly a member of the Four Horsemen before he signed with Vince McMahon in 1992. When he debuted in the Federation, he was briefly a heel known as the Narcissist before he was transformed into the All-American Lex Luger. This gimmick was produced specifically to replace Hulk Hogan, who left the company in mid-1993. A huge amount of weight was placed on Luger's shoulders as he was expected to fill Hogan's sizeable shoes. Despite the WWF's massive efforts to get him over with the fans, it was just never going to happen. Luger lacked the natural charisma and likability of a top star, and it was pretty unfair to force him into this role. After a few months, McMahon gave up on Luger, and he eventually went back to WCW. With legends like Sting and Goldberg already in the Hall of Fame, it's clear that WWE allows wrestlers who made their name elsewhere to enter the Hall of Fame, so why not Luger? It's often reported that he ruined any future relationship with WWE when he went back to WCW. His contract had run out and nobody in the Federation had realised, allowing him to shockingly appear on the first episode of Nitro. And that, obviously, incensed Vince McMahon. And then there's the fact that Miss Elizabeth passed away on his watch. Liz was living with Luger when she died of a drug and alcohol overdose, and he is often blamed for her spiralling into addiction. So these reasons may be why he's not yet in the Hall of Fame. China changed the face of women's wrestling forever. She broke expectations as the female bodyguard to DX and then as one of the only female superstars in WWE history to wrestle both men and women. She became the first and only female Intercontinental Champion and entered the King of the Ring tournament and the Royal Rumble match. China became a role model to millions of girls and women around the world and helped pave the way for the women's revolution that came over a decade later. 
But sadly, China left the WWF under difficult circumstances and she struggled with personal problems after her career in the Federation came to an end. Famously, she was in a relationship with Triple H before he left her for Stephanie McMahon and for quite some time he was considered to be one of the reasons why she never went into the Hall of Fame. Her career in adult entertainment certainly doesn't help matters either. China was partially honoured when D-Generation X were inducted in 2019 and they did take the time to single her out for praise. But now, more than seven years after her death, it feels like the right time for China to be posthumously entered into the Hall of Fame on her own merit. It's an absolute crime that Big Sid isn't in the Hall of Fame, considering the impact he had during the 1990s. Sure, he wasn't the greatest wrestler or the best promo guy, but he was one of the most charismatic big men in wrestling history, and he was super over with the fans in 1996. In the WWF, he was a two-time world champion, but he arguably had as much success in WCW, where he was a two-time world champion and a one-time United States champion, and he was even in the Four Horsemen at one point. But while he did achieve some success and was loved by the people, he was apparently extremely unreliable. He missed important events due to oversleeping and allegedly feigned injuries so he could go and play softball. These issues meant that Sid had a love-hate relationship with Vince McMahon. McMahon loved Sid and gave him multiple opportunities, but in the end, Sid kept on letting him down. And while many, many people have called him one of the nicest guys in the business, there was that time he almost stabbed Arn Anderson to death. But there are many sides to every man and there are people who have done far worse already in the Hall of Fame. When Sable joined the Federation in 1996 alongside Mark Merrow, it was clear who the real star of the couple was. The fans could not get enough of the beautiful Sable and in many ways her sexiness was perfect for the Attitude Era of the WWF. She even learned how to wrestle and had some decent matches for the Women's Championship with feuds against the likes of Jacqueline and Luna Vachon. Eventually, she fell out with the company, suing them for alleged sexual harassment and unsafe working conditions, and they settled out of court. As always with Vince McMahon, he was willing to put the past behind them, and she was rehired in 2003 where she had a storyline with McMahon himself. She left the company again in 2004, apparently on good terms, and it was around this time that she started dating Brock Lesnar. The two got married in 2006. So, considering Sonny is in the Hall of Fame, why isn't Sable? There are rumours that there has been a falling out between her and WWE in the interim, or it could be at Lesnar's request. He didn't want them both to be working for the company when they got married, having seen how toxic that situation could be for various couples in the past. So it could just be Lesnar sticking to that rule almost 20 years later. Maybe he doesn't want his wife to ever appear on WWE TV ever again. You'd expect William Regal to be a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame, 
He certainly seems to check all of the boxes. Regal learned how to wrestle in the bars of rough English towns like Blackpool and on British wrestling TV during the 1980s before he travelled to America to make a name for himself. He played the role of Dirty Heel to perfection in WCW where he tag-teamed with the future Triple H as part of the Blue Bloods and later alongside Dave Taylor. After breaking his ankle and leg, Regal descended into a painkiller addiction that almost ruined his life. He'd recently signed with the Federation, but they fired him after discovering his substance abuse issues. Eventually, Regal got his life back on track. He was rehired by the WWF and he had a hugely memorable run as the commissioner, thanks to his brilliant comic timing. Regal became one of the company's most reliable and trusted wrestlers, where he frequently wrestled in the mid-card and worked with future main eventers. This trust, along with his close friendship with Triple H, got him the job of head trainer at the WWE Performance Center after his in-ring career was finished. All of this should surely secure Regal's place in the Hall of Fame. Bam Bam Bigelow is another one of those names that you just expect to already be in the Hall of Fame. Bam Bam seems to get mentioned as one of the possible inductees every single year and then he gets ignored. It's unbelievable, really, considering that he was one of the 90s most memorable wrestlers. Easily one of the greatest big men wrestlers to ever lace up a pair of boots. Bigelow headlined WrestleMania 11 and carried NFL star Lawrence Taylor to a decent match and he was a massive star in WCW, ECW and Japan. Sadly, Bigelow passed away in 2007 of an accidental overdose. He was just 45 years of age. It's difficult to see exactly why Bigelow hasn't been inducted. Surely now would be the time to posthumously enter him into the Hall of Fame. To say that Miss Elizabeth was adored by 80s wrestling fans is an understatement. Liz and Randy Savage were the original power couple in pro wrestling, both on and off screen. Even when Savage was playing the heel on TV, Elizabeth was just loved. The fans were mesmerised by their rocky relationship, which reached its peak at SummerSlam 1991 with their on-screen wedding. In reality, the couple had been married for years, and largely thanks to Randy, their relationship was even more intense in real life than it was on TV. Eventually, their relationship would sadly break down, and they went their separate ways. Liz went from one troubled relationship to another as she hooked up with Lex Luger, they moved in together and their lives descended into substance abuse. Elizabeth passed away in 2003 of acute toxicity. So why isn't she in the Hall of Fame? Perhaps it's the way she met her end that WWE want to distance themselves from. Or it could simply be the case that her family don't want her to be inducted. Brian Pillman was one of the most controversial wrestlers of all time. He wasn't just a great wrestler, but also an incredible promo guy, and he had a sharp mind for the business. 
His short time in the WWF saw him involved in shocking storylines like the angle that saw him pull a gun on Steve Austin. Pillman was so convincing in his role as the loose cannon that he genuinely questioned his sanity when he appeared on TV. But Pillman also had a behind-the-scenes reputation of going into business for himself, so to speak. He sometimes deviated from the script, especially when he was in WCW, and he managed to work his way out of his WCW contract by lying to Eric Bischoff just so he could join the WWF. Pillman had an ongoing substance abuse issue, and he died at the age of 35 of a heart condition. Perhaps it's all of these reasons that add up to why he isn't in the Hall of Fame. From his personal demons to the controversial moments in his career, in a way, Pillman sums up the part of the Attitude Era that WWE would like us all to forget. When you consider the way he tragically passed away, it's a travesty that Owen isn't in the Hall of Fame. But when you look at the situation a little bit closer, it's clear why he isn't. Owen Hart was truly loved by both wrestling fans and his peers in the locker room. To the other wrestlers, he was the more laid-back of the Hart brothers and a fun-loving prankster too. Nobody ever had a bad word to say about Owen Hart. In May 1999, Owen was supposed to face the Godfather in a match for the Intercontinental Championship. His entrance was supposed to involve him rappelling down from the rafters, but then there was a terrible accident. Owen ended up falling more than 78 feet from the ceiling, killing him. In court, Owen's widow Martha sued the WWF, with them settling to the tune of $18 million. However, for Martha, she could never forgive them for how they handled the situation. She said that the WWF had cut corners in planning the stunt and that they failed to take any of the blame for Owen's death. And because of this, Martha has absolutely vetoed any possibility of Owen ever entering the Hall of Fame in the future. For nearly 40 years, Vince McMahon was the ruler of WWE and the most powerful man in the wrestling industry. He turned wrestlers into superstars and millionaires. It was long said that Vince McMahon should only go in the Hall of Fame after his passing. He shockingly stepped down from his role as WWE Chairman and CEO in 2022. Then he came back again to see through a deal to sell the company, which he did for a massive $12.1 billion. WWE is now owned by Ari Emanuel, who also owns the UFC, and if recent reports are to be believed, McMahon has now lost all of his power in the company. Surely now would be the time for Vince to enter the Hall of Fame, rather than waiting for him to pass away. He's the man responsible for turning most of us into wrestling fans, He's the man responsible for coming up with some of the most memorable characters and stories in wrestling history. Vince McMahon was the godfather of modern wrestling, so think of all the stories he must have stored up from his years of running the business. Just think how great his Hall of Fame induction speech would be.